Welcome to Good Mid Morning. I am your host, Liam Flanagan, a.k.a. DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets, a.k.a. DJ FGQB NYJs. Today is Wednesday, May 26th. And oh, what a show we have for you. Folks, we're live on Shady Pines. Hello, Shady Pines people. We are also on Podland.Productions. Folks, you can give us a text. Our text line is open and the number is 971-361-9396. Give us a shout and we'll give you a shout out. I want to thank all of our sponsors, Billy's Balls. If you love playing with balls, then you're going to love Billy's. Billy's Balls are American-made and last forever. Try playing with Billy's Balls. We also want to thank Ned's low-cost mascots. Got a team with no mascot? Well, call Ned. He'll dress up like anything. And uh, he means anything. Ned's low-cost mascots, because every team needs one. And lastly, I want to thank Mike's Mitts, 100% recycled baseball mitts. Put your balls in Mike's Mitts, and you can help save the world. Mike's Mitts. Thanks again to those sponsors. If you or your business would like to be an actual sponsor for Good Midmorning or any of the great podcasts on Podland, send an email to liam at podland.productions. Folks, for some, summer begins on the solstice. For some, it begins when school lets out. But for many here in Portland, summer arrives when the first pitch is thrown at Walker Stadium and the Portland Pickles take the field. That particular summer begins next week, and I, for one, am very excited. Joining me, joining me today is one of the people responsible for bringing some baseball to us here in Portland, co-owner of the Portland Pickles, Alan Miller. Alan, Alan. Good, good morning. How are you? I'm great. Good to uh, good to talk to you again, Liam. Yeah, it's been good. a little while. It has been a while. It's been about uh, you know a little over a, a year, I think. Uh, I think I had you on a podcast. Uh, yeah, when the pandemic started, <laughs> when I was freaking out trying to find stuff to do. <laughs> Well, it looks like you found a few things. I did. I did. How are you doing this morning? I, I'm very good. We're 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 officially uh, less than a week away from the start of the uh, pickle season, and uh, we we couldn't be more excited to get back to Walker Stadium, get back to work, and uh, have an amazing summer. So, tell our listeners uh, that may not know about the Portland Pickles a little bit about the Portland Pickles. Well, the Portland Pickles, we're, we're going into what would be officially our sixth season at Walker Stadium. Uh, the Pickles are a, a collegiate wood bat summer league. We are actually the number one, um, the number one wood bat collegiate team um, on sort of this side of the country. Um, we lead by attendance. We lead by social media. Um, and this year, we're hoping to, uh, to, to bring our first championship uh, back to Portland. So we've... Uh, We've built something pretty special there. We have, we believe, the most amazing fans in the world. And, uh, you know, if, if you haven't seen it, it's a, it's, it's a great, exciting, fun party uh, every single night. Yeah, it's true. Folks, he's not lying. Uh, how did you get involved uh, with the Pickles? Well, my partner, John Ryan, and I, we really, you know, we love minor league baseball. We, we, um, and we, we had been looking for a long time to get involved and to, to be a part of a team on the rise. And we just got very lucky to have this opportunity um, come about, uh, you know, five plus years ago. And, um, you know, when we first got to Walker Stadium, we saw how special this was and we decided to go all in with it and um, really dedicate a, a fair amount of our time to making it the greatest experience ever. Um, so we've, uh, you know, we've, we've sort of built from, from something that was sort of small into something I think that's really, really, uh, exciting and on the rise. That's awesome. John Ryan, the football player, the, 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 <laughs> the Super Bowl winning football player who at, at age 87 is still playing football <laughs> in the Canadian football league this summer. They just let him play, you know, just let him play until they die. 
up there. Hey, that's, if, that's you, a, if you if you can still play, you play. Yeah. Um, so what's in, so what's in store this year? Is there? I mean, what's what do you guys got going on? Uh, uh, well, it's a, you know it's a it's an interesting summer. I mean, I think we've um, we're in this kind of cool transition period. I I would say you know every, you know every every day every week we sort of change what we think our projections and what we actually can accomplish, but. Uh, for now, we're sort of opened up, and we're 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 planning a you know a slow June. Um, we've got a slow as in um, you know not not having our full capacity, but kind of easing people into the experience. A lot of people really haven't been out for a while, so we've we created something that I, you know was an interesting idea we were talking about for a long time, which is uh, two part. One is creating boxes on the berms and creating tables all around the the outfield walls, so people at this point you know people can be quite separate from other other families and people around them as well. So I think this kind of creates a really fun sort of exclusive experience in the park where uh, you, you can sit on the lawn and you don't necessarily have tons of people sitting on your head either, which I think people will will appreciate. Um, you know, and then for the first time, we're, we're really testing a, a mobile delivery app so you can get beers and other food delivered to you um, wherever you're sitting in the park um, at any game this season. So we'll be testing that out for our preseason games next, uh, next week. Um, you know, on Wednesday and Thursday, and, and hopefully we are all set and ready to roll um, into our weekend series with Wenatchee next uh, Friday. Oh, that's exciting. I can't wait to just – I'm going to go just to, like, the furthest part of the field, and that's where I'm going to order my drinks. I'm not going to be sitting there. I'm just going to go there, order the drink, and then go back to where I'm sitting. I yeah, think. make it real easy for everyone to find you. That would exactly. Be great. I'm gonna move. I'm just gonna constantly. <laughs> I'll be moving the whole time. Thank you. Thank you. We'll have to put up a. We'll need a whole new staff for the next day after everyone quits because of you. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the uh, the pandemic uh, happened and is still going on. But uh, so last year, you guys were uh, really affected by by what happened, and you and you, but you you pivoted. And uh, and and created the Wild West League. Uh, talk talk a little bit about that. Well, it's interesting. You know, I think this is one of those things where sometimes when you can pivot, you can create, you can come into some really cool, new, different opportunities. Um, for us, you know, we we created our own league because nobody else was playing. But as we always kind of expected, there was a tremendous amount of talent in the Portland area, so we were really able to put together four very very teams last year. Um, and sort of what we wanted to do was uh, and continue that you know, what it did. Um, the Gherkins was, it was a really terrific, um, had a great first year last year. Um, you know, some of those players, we, we set it up really initially to be a farm system for the pickles. Um, and what we found was it, it did exactly that. Um, there's a couple, several players now actually who were on the Gherkins last year who, who played so well there, they did earn a roster spot on the pickles for this season. Um, so it's really, it'll be really fun to see how that develops. Um, and for this new league, you know, we, we really wanted, um, we wanted to build out teams with local talent. Um, we, we just think we're in a great area to, to allow for that and to have some great baseball. So this also gives us gives Portland baseball fans another opportunity. If there's a weekend where the Pickles are out of town, you can come out to Walker Stadium to the Gherkins. Um, and a very similar experience to what a Pickles game would be. In fact, for Gherkins games and Wild West games, we have even less rules we have to follow. So there's going to be a lot of fun things. We'll be changing rules for future nights. Um, we'll have beer fest. We'll have all kinds of fun things that go along with the Wild West games. But really, it gives other people, people another opportunity with their summer plans to be able to come out to Walker Stadium. Oh, that's awesome! And so the the Gherkins and uh, so are these like high school kids? Or are they or are they also college 
No, most of them, it's, it really is the same level. In fact, we had to keep it the same level just for eligibility purposes. So um, somebody in, during the season could go right up to uh, the college. So we'll have some high school seniors on these teams, um, you know, but for the majority, you know, really it's going to be college kids. Uh, we have some D1 kids in this league. Um, you know, a lot of these people, you know, a lot of said there's the rosters are really full. There's just not enough places to play this season. So I think we anticipated that. And that's why I think we're going to see some real, really great talent on these teams. Um, and not surprisingly, I think they will rise up fairly quickly to the pickles. As you know, um, we have a lot of, you know, influx of players and they, people come early and they leave depending on their college schedule. So I think this will hopefully allow us to have a really competitive team uh, throughout the season. Now, and on the on the roster this year, are there any like are there any names, that, you know, any any players from 2019 that are that are on the pickles this year? There are, and you know, another really great advantage that I'm excited to see how it played out is, you know, we had a really great tight group last year, and even though they didn't play to a lot of fans, you know, we had 50 to 100 or so fans, um, the players really gelled well, um, and I think that's what we're really excited about seeing. So, I mean, we've had we're going to have our I think it's the fifth year back. Gabe Scorer will be back on the team. Nice. Who had an outstanding season for us last year. Um, it ha- it's having a great college se- uh, season as well. Um, and, and we really we, we brought some new guys in last year, especially with some of the, the Wild West guys. Um, these guys have played together a little bit, so it's not as if they're coming together for the first time. So we do have returning guys from 2019. We have guys from 2020 who were supposed to come and didn't. Um, but we're, we've put together what to us feels like a great all-star team and guys that have seen each other play together, especially in the outfield. We have incredible outfield, great speed. Um, so I'm really excited to see them all come and play together. I think that'll be a, you know, it's one of those things we haven't had in the past where we had a lot of income, you know, guys that have played with us before. And this year we do. We have, I, I really encourage people to go check out the roster online and we have video previews of every player from their college stats and everything to check out who's who to watch for. But I'll say from a, pit, a pitcher's perspective, uh, I don't think we've got a pitcher under six foot three. Um, our pitchers are gigantic, um, really, really strong arms. Um, so, you know, I don't know if that was the rule that Coach Bark has put out there, that you had to be at least 6'3 <laughs> to get into the staff. Um, but it looks to be a pretty intimidating group. That's awesome. Uh, one of the things I love about the about the Pickles experience is that there's uh, you got other things going on, like uh, Rock, Rock the Walk is back this year. Uh, what, what can we expect to see with Rock the Walk this year? Rock the Walk is back. We were really excited to do a partnership this year. We were trying to do it last year, but everything fell apart um, with what was going on. But we have a great partnership with the record label Tender Loving Empire, who has a ton of great artists. Um, And we'll be working with them to highlight a lot of their new developing bands every Friday. So you really can, if you're going to go out to a Pickles game, you get a concert. Remember those? (laughs) Bands play and you get excited and listen and sometimes people dance. Well, that's going to come back. So next Friday will be the first one, but we've got a great band um, playing every Friday home game throughout the season. We've got bands like, you know, Mood Beach and Night Heron and Mo Trapper and, you know, Shivas. And so it, it, we've got a great lineup. You can go to PortlandPicklesBaseball.com to see the full lineup. We're also going to be doing our big Pickle Fest extravaganza oh, festival every year. year. Um, some changes this year. We're going to move it back to August just to allow for more capacity. Um, so we'll see. You know, August, Saturday, August 7th, they're going to be a, a, a great Gherkins game that night, and we'll be bringing out all the different beers, and uh, we spent a lot of time getting getting that curated and ready to go as well. Oh, that sounds like that's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to that. Uh, and what about the, the Baynados? Are, are the Baynados going to be uh, involved at all with the Pickles this year? 
Yeah, you know, we, we're still talking to them and trying to figure out some really creative things to, to do with them this year. Uh, we do have a Mexican baseball night on the schedule, which I think uh, leads us to a lot of exciting opportunities with that. Uh, we do have some fun, some fun um, custom ideas for merchandise we've been working on with them. So I would say that, you know, from a, from a Mexican baseball perspective, there are some really fun things we're working towards. Um, so you, you can expect a lot of the things that we've done before to kind of bring it out again. Um, you know, but I think from our perspective, we always kind of want to do something a little different. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves to make sure that our promotions are really effective um, and executed well. So as soon as we're, we are fully confirmed on that, um, we'll start presenting all the different cool stuff we'll be doing around the Venados. That's awesome. Um, so uh, one question I did have for you, uh, kind of not, you know, not pickles, but baseball related. Uh, rumor has it that the A's are coming up here to uh, do a fact, fact-finding mission. Uh, as you know, most people know, the A's are, are planning on leaving Oakland. Uh, what, 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 how do you feel about that? How would you feel about the A's coming to Portland? Well, you know, the A's need a stadium. I'll say, uh, you know, I've, I've been to that stadium many times. Uh, and uh, I think that I, I really feel their pain. I think it'd be great to see something work out for them. Um, you know, I, I, we're here to talk. Listen, if they, if they want to come up here and they're interested in becoming the Portland Pickles team name and, you know, Dylan has a price and he's, uh, <laughs> he, he's always, he's always for sale. You know, there's, there's, there's a trade out that can be done. Um, it may involve some really good tickets at their new stadium, but, uh, you know, we're, we're always, we're here to listen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Dylan's going to be pretty upset that you just said that, but <laughs> <laughs> nah, he, he loves it. He's excited. Uh, you want to, uh, yeah. So, uh, so opening night is next Friday. And yes, opening nights next Friday. Tickets are on sale now. There are some. There are a few picnic tables that you can purchase still available now, so you can sort of have your own group area for six people, or you can even get a couple of tables and put them together. Um, so we've got all that going on. We have new restrooms. We didn't talk about that. It's brand new restroom building. What? Yeah, crazy. I know it's amazing. So we're going to have all kinds of new restrooms. I think we've at least doubled our restroom capacity at the park, and we have brand new safety netting that's going up. So. You know, all those pesky line drives that may be flying by your head, I think we've got a little more covered this season as well. That's fantastic. Well, I, for one, am looking forward to it. And I'll be out there DJing and, uh, you know, doing some, some on-field hosting as well uh, in June. So that's, that's going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be great. I'm excited to see our, our, your, your playlist. It's been quite a while, um, but, but it's not the same with that without you there. So we're excited to have you out there playing music as people come into the stadium and get, getting our vibe right. Yes, it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, Alan, I'll let you go. I'm sure you've got things to do. And uh, and I'm going to go ahead and play uh, an episode uh, of my three songs that we did in 2019. So that's going to be a, a nice little treat for the listeners. And uh, you have a wonderful day, Alan. Love it. Thanks so much, Liam. We'll see you next week. All right. See you next week, bud. Take care. Bye. Folks, you're listening to Good Mid-Morning right here on Shady Pines Radio and Podland.Productions. Like I said, I've got an episode of my three songs that I wanted to play uh, for everybody here. And uh, so that is coming up in just a second. You're listening to Good Mid-Morning right here on Podland.Productions.
crap. What's the matter? Aw, oh, this stupid lighter won't stick to the light post. What? Huh? Hey, what are you doing? I'm trying to get this maraca to stick. Uh, maraca? What are you talking hey, Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, what now? Dude, you need stickers from Sticker Ninja. Say what? Sticker Ninja makes awesome, high-quality vinyl stickers. Yeah, but I need my business logo on them. Mr. Cat's Maracas and Lighters. Yo, give Sticker Ninja your logo, and they'll make custom stickers for you. But stickers just fade in the sun, or they fall off when it rains. The stickers from Sticker Ninja are waterproof and UV-resistant. And best of all, they're from... Portland. Support local businesses, dude. Sweet. Are you water resistant? So where do I find Sticker Ninja? Go to StickerNinja.com and check out their website. Get free quotes on custom jobs. And hey, use the discount code SPR10 for a 10% discount on stickers. Support Sticker Ninja and Shady Pines Radio. I'm on it. Sticker Ninja. There's, yeah. there's, there's, there's a lot of. I was saying there's a lot of pressure on this, and there's been we've been very low on the amount of actual facts about how to prepare for this. Yeah, there's really. I mean, there's no. That's why I think it's because there's not really any preparing for it. It's just. I mean, it's simple. We we, uh, we smoke some weed, uh, which we have, <laughs> and uh, and then we just listen to uh, three songs, and whatever conversa- conversation comes out of it comes out of it. It can be about the music. I mean, some people start telling stories. It can, or it just sometimes it just goes off into a completely and total, totally different direction. Mm-hmm. But talking is key. Talking is key. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. Because then it would just be a radio show where people talk for a little bit and then you listen to music. Right. Yeah. Right. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Can, continue. No. no. <laughs> I, I was done. I was done. Um, yeah, so that was that pretty much I, that pretty much explains it, yep. right? And this week, and I think this is the first time we've done a uh, a guest picked theme, right? Yep. Yeah, it is a guest. You brought th- that to the table. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is what was it? It's uh, it's the the theme. Yeah, the theme that you picked. Well, 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 we we so the theme we worked on together was <laughs> you started with pick three songs ever and then we'll talk about it and yeah, and easy, I easy. right and I found that to, to be uh, uh, to be a little broad yeah so you came back with how about three three nineties tracks perfect easy peasy and then I said well I bet we could even get more specific than that yeah and then we came up with. Best three bands on a build together in the 90s. Yeah. A tour, a three band tour, or a festival where there were more than three bands would qualify to be here. Yeah. And that that was hard. <laughs> was, that was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. It was. I, uh, Actually, looking back on it now, I, I probably misunderstood the whole pressure part of it. <laughs> could have just picked three songs at random. You could have. Um, I, yeah, I had a hard, I had a hard time with it, and uh, and I, I mean, I, I even, I had to, I had to go off a little, I had to go off course a little bit, but I did pick uh, a tour, but it was just a two-band tour, and then I picked the show that I saw them, and they had an opening band, so uh, boom, perfect, yeah. Do you like all three of the bands? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, then it's a, I mean, that's a great choice, then. Yeah. Okay, but uh, you're first. What do you got? What do you got first? And and uh, yeah, give us a little backstory on this. I, I'm gonna go back. Oh man, see, I can't even decide on the on the, the tour I want to do. 
I'm going to make a decision. I'm okay. going to go back, and we're going to go back to 1992. All right. Uh, there was a big tour uh, on Fontana Records at the time, and it was three bands from the UK who had never been to the US before. Uh -huh. So they all came together to come over and play this small tour. Ooh. So it was very, very exciting. Um, so one of those bands uh, was the band Catherine Wheel, uh, mm -hmm. which was uh, a band that did play more than others, but was one of those bands that people had not seen before. Okay. Fresh I've never heard of the UK. Never heard of them. Never heard of them. Well, I'm going to give you a song... I'm going to give you a song off their second record. Okay. Because I just thought at the time it was such it was such a brave move to go so hard for them into this first song off their second record, which was Kill Rhythm. This is the first song. This is the first song on the album. Perfect. No one knows what's coming back with. They had a great big hit on their first record and then this is what people hear first. Yes. What a far gone show me What a show me Wait for it, wait for it I'm waiting I dig this. And what was what was their first album like? It, it was a little sh more shoegazy. It was a little more. I mean, they they it was shoegazy. It was there was you know there was a hit song on it. There was radio. It was it was it just what it just it, it this sort of solidified this attitude moving forward for them that was a bit unexpected and I, I thought pretty cool. Yeah, this reminds me of uh, like Jawbox. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, I like this a lot. <laughs> Where, uh, what, they're from England? Yeah, they, they eventually, Rob, the, uh, the lead singer, um, moved to L.A. So it's been oh, a lot of time in is. L.A. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but they oh, came okay. together. They, they put, I think there's five, five to six records. Uh -huh. A lot of B-sides. A lot of, a lot of character. This is, it's so funny. This is one of those bands that never broke never ever got big and they oh. will just for all kinds of different circumstances have amazing songs great records but they couldn't get over the hump a hump what was that hump i wonder i don't know nope. no things. one's ever gonna know <laughs> unless we call them nico okay here we go we're on this call. is the part of the show where we call the band that we're playing and ask him what happened. <laughs> Let's go right now. <laughs> they if probably only, don't have a number. <laughs> this is like ninety. This, this record, I believe, this is nine. Oops, it's ninety-two. Let's check. Let's check Spotify. Ninety-three. Ninety-three. So this came after, right after uh, the first record. So they had a song in there called "I Want to Touch You," that was a big, big college alternative radio hit. I want to touch you. I want to touch you. <laughs> it's got a lot of back history. There's a lot. There's a lot of that whole thing. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of going on in that scene. And they, when they toured, was it like in LA or? 
Yeah, they played. Uh, they played all over. Um, they did. They did a good like eight to ten city run. What was so interesting was I actually at the time they handed out this promotional CD because Fontana was the name of the record label, and they did three songs. Ow, just lost a headset. Oh no! Headset down. Headset down. Ah, it's tough wearing hats and headsets. <laughs> oh, you got it down. Yeah, I've got it down to a science. <laughs> Kind of. Okay. So that tour, this tour that I'm referencing today, did not come to Portland. And they made this CD that they handed out at the show with two album tracks and a B-side, nine tracks total, these three bands. Like, it's a super collectible item. Um, And it has all the dates on the back. And sure enough, Seattle to San Francisco. Just skip right over Portland. Just surprising. you, Portland. Portland wasn't big enough for them. You don't get... And that's why, and that's why they never, that's why they never broke. Very possible because they didn't come to Portland. Very possible. Oh, sorry, we're getting too far into this record now. There you go. Awesome. I dug that. Yeah, that was great. Once again, what was the name? Catherine Wheel. Catherine Wheel, and it didn't even. She didn't even. I mean, she had a very gruff voice. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no females in the band. Oh. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, darn. And like, deep. What did that connect you to, per se, in yourself? Like, would you, when were you listening to that? Was that? Did you go see them? Yeah, that was uh, that was college. That was that was okay. the college scene at the time. It was it was this it was this incredible new wave. You know, the '80s came with the pop bands, and then into the early '90s, you started to get, you know, a, a whole new wave of what the English UK pop was and that that scene be, played out with you know Oasis and Blur and a big international who's the biggest band but there are so many bands that had opportunities at the time because of that mm. that you know and if you lived through it it was an amazing time but they're they're hard you know you gotta you gotta go back a few ways to, to really figure out their who they are yeah cool per se um <laughs> Oh, uh, hey, uh, so my my first song, uh, my tour, um, it... <laughs> oh, no. Uh, my tour was the Unwound and uh, Tight Bros from Way Back When tour, 1998. They uh, did a West Coast tour together. And I got to see him in Sacramento with a, a band called... Uh, and uh, one of my favorite bands to this day, uh, Godzik Pink. So they open for them, and oh man, <laughs> it's something. <laughs> Godzik uh, Pink. Godzik Pink. Yeah, yeah. W- where is this band from? Um, Godzik Pink. Yeah. Oh jeez, uh, that's a great question. Uh, so uh, as I said, I had a little difficulty with this, and I and because I didn't never I never went to big shows. I never like, uh, you know, I grew up in a, in Chico, California, and we had small town shows, and I was like going back through like all the shows that I like tours that came through, but it was always just like, you know, I went to see one band. The other two bands I, you know, didn't care about. There was never like a three band, but uh, this tour, these guys were uh, uh, Unwound was quite possibly one of my favorite bands of all time, and then uh, 
uh, Tybros from way back when are amazing as well. And then the uh, God Godzik Pink, um, I heard basically for the first time today. So, uh, but I really like it, and I I think you guys are gonna like it too. I know Nico's gonna like They're it. They're from Los Angeles too. They're from L.A. Terrific. That's what I I just remembered. They're from L.A. Great. Yeah. You probably know these guys. Possible. Yeah. Might be my new favorite band. How many things are going on in this song? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, are they all are they all listening to the same thing? You know, <laughs> it's freeform, man. It's freeform. It's like jazz, jazz. You know, jazz, jazz rock. This is. I mean, this sound was big in the in the '90s. Like uh, like Thinking Fellers. Uh, they they kind of had this big. I mean, big in certain circles. Like, How big's the circle? You know, me and my friends. Huh. <laughs> I was in a band like this when I was a teenager. This is my brother's band. It's called Ungata. And uh, I played the uh, trumpet. Wow. And it was an all improv band. Had like six guys on stage. It's pretty fun. That's nice. why you may relate to these guys. Yeah. I mean, I think these guys are actually meaning to. I mean, they wrote this song, probably. <laughs> Can they do it twice? Yeah, I think, yeah. Wow. Ungetta could never do the same song twice. <sighs> could barely do it the first time. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, if they just tune their instruments, this would sound great. You know, <laughs> there was a there was a great band in the '90s called the Grassy Knoll that did a lot of really similar, not say, but more focused under like different beats, uh, but a lot of sort of put the experimental jazz on top of another genre. Oh yeah, and it was pretty very cool stuff. I think we actually missed these guys. Are these this the same song? Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Terrific. Yeah, just six more minutes to go. <laughs> they broke it down. You know they keep switching it up. Godzik Pink. Godzik Pink. Hmm. It's very interesting. <laughs> 96. It's a gift that just keeps on giving. All right. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. God's sick pink. See, some people don't realize that less is more. Yeah. Sometimes you don't need a nine-minute track. Sometimes a nice, tight track is perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, I Tight agree. Six minutes. I mean, but that was beautiful. I mean, that was. Some people don't think that squonking's 
music, but I happen to believe that squonking is music. It is. <laughs> it's an audience for everything. Exactly. It's big in the 90s. Big. It was huge. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's back to me. Yep. All righty. Who was the second person on this tour? Second <laughs> band on this tour? Okay. The other band. Now, are you going from no, openers I'm, to... No, I'm totally wildcarding it. Okay. <laughs> so I believe that Catherine will actually um, headline that show, but there was a lot of switching, switching off. Um, the other band on that tour was a band called The House of Love. Ooh. Uh, who also had a few hit songs in that very interesting circle as well. Um, went on to do a lot of solo records. So I will throw on a track from there called Christine. Christine. Your house of love? The house of love. That's the name of the song. Just like that. They get right into it. <laughs> this, this is band. way different than that other band. Way different. Such a sense of loss. And the baby cry. Oh, man. What would a house of love actually look like? Oh, very handsome fellas. <laughs> Are they actually? Of course. Are they good lookers? Very. You gotta be. Gotta be. You gotta be. You're, you're gonna be in a British pop band from the '90s. And for the record, still playing shows today. Are they really? Oh damn! They have, they have shows coming up. Are they coming to Portland? Uh, no. It looks like something called Visor Fest. Oh, that sounds terrible. Just Alec people Conte. like walking around with bi- different colored visors on. Be weird. weird experience. James, yeah. Not a surf. Happy Mondays. The lightning seeds. Buffalo Tom. Everybody's getting sunburns on the tops of their heads. Wow. Like ridiculous. <laughs> What's the point? Just put a hat on. I mean, that's what it they're for. Ridiculous visors. So these guys are from UK as well. They're British. They are British as well. It's a British tour. British tour. Yeah. British tour. Yeah. All British. It's like the Beatles coming to America. Right. And then like 30 years later, like this wave is coming to America. Yeah. It started with the Beatles, just the one band. Yes. And then now there's a tour where they bring like 17 bands. <laughs> with and uh, they're like, this is what we're putting out now. <laughs> What do you think? Check it out. It's always a funny time when the guitar bands become the pop bands. You know, and you go in waves like that. Yeah. So you'll go from like, you know, your boy bands are now, but there's, there, it'll, it, it'll come around again where there'll be like really good guitar bands that are actually making big, like popular music. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, like Jack White. Jack White. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, he just constantly keeps putting out the rock and roll. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> He's a very talented guy. Yeah. Rock and roll until he dies. Absolutely. Uh, you oh, fade man. out on House of Love. 
Are you doing a fade out? I was doing a little fade out. Oh. 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 There. Oh. Uh, there. Done. Oh, I, uh, Done. Uh, Done. Was... Sorry. Leave it to the DJ next time. <sighs> oh, man. British. British. You got to love them. Doing you know? They, doing what they do. They're always coming over here with their pop bands. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them are good. Some of them not so good. A lot of them are good, though. Yeah. A lot of them are good. They well, get a good track record. I mean, the, the British, they, I mean, they do everything better than us, so. Yeah. Totally. Well, now they don't. Now that we, now we're just, we're both destroying our, our countries the same. Yeah. But we, but the new? we have the, yeah, yeah, we have the, the same, same guys the running. Yeah. There's a lot to bond over. <laughs> the, uh, the twin Prime brother Minister. that was locked in an attic for uh, the first 10 years of his life and then sent over to Great Britain. <laughs> It's so crazy. They look so alike. And they're going to be best friends. They probably are already. Uh, my next band is called Tight Bros from way back when. And um, I, I, I want to say they're from Texas. Just for fun. But my fact checker will do the, the, do the fact checking. But uh, this is the first time I ever saw these guys was at the show. And uh, I'm a big ACDC fan. And these guys made me feel like I was watching ACDC for the first time. Not because they particularly sound like ACDC, but it was like... Uh, the energy was incredible. Incredible. Where are these guys from? Where are these guys from? I need a name again. Oh, Tight Bros from way back when? I want to say Texas, somewhere yeah, in it's Texas. Yeah, it's got to be Texas, right? Yeah. There's no way. Or San Diego. <laughs> I was just going to say, <laughs> too much of this came out of that Orange County, San Diego scene. Yeah. Rose from way back when. I like a good long name too. It's a good, that's a good long name. Atlanta. Atlanta. It makes sense. All right. Southern Rock. Yeah. Where did you see these guys? Uh, in Sacramento. Wow. Uh, at Bojangles. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we drove from Chico, me and a couple friends. Uh, for some reason, one of the things I remember about that trip is on the trip, we listened to Chumbo Wumba's Slap. And, and I think it was the first time I'd heard that album. It's a great album. Another classic 90s. Yeah. <sighs> the Wumba. They were great. <laughs> there were some pop 90s songs that were just so unbelievably big and horrific at the same time. Oh, yeah. That there was just, it was just, we almost like ruined music for ourselves. <laughs> like by allowing that to do what it did. Yeah. They, they really opened up the market and said, let's just give the people what they want. It's always a mistake. <laughs> Never yeah. give the people what they want. Don't give them what they want, you Don't know? do it. Now you're just dissatisfied with all the new stuff, probably. 
There's some good new stuff out there. Oh yeah. We find that out. Yeah, there's there's a lot of good new stuff. If you dig. So you, it's just not on the radio. That's right. Were you loving on the uh, the the Sacramento scene, at the, the Deftones and all that? Was that was that your? No, that was not my. Who were the Sacramento bands that you'd go see? I don't. This is it. This is this is the show that gets you there. Yeah, this was this is the only time I ever went to see a show in Sacramento. Was, was for this show. Was for this show. Yeah. Wow. the rest of the crowd like um well so have you ever heard uh, uh indie rock kids from the 90s you know like uh <laughs> like Gazi was it shirts it was yeah yeah it, was young. Uh, it wasn't like like 20s yeah mid-20s yeah um because it's 98 so it was like yeah early to mid-20s mm -hmm. yeah fun you know it was a fun crowd yeah a lot of fun I can see that. Yeah. Very good. It's pure. It's a, it's a pure rock track. It's actually from Columbus, Ohio, by the way. Just refact my show. Oh, Columbus, Ohio. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. On their band camp, that's what it says. I'm not sure I can name another band from Columbus, Ohio. I know I can't. <laughs> I know I can't. For sure. <laughs> I guess they don't really make music, huh? You know, uh... Uh-uh. They've got so like, much other things that they do. They're they're battleground state, you know. <laughs> Moving to Ohio. Back to me. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So this is so, the band, back to 1992. Yeah. The band that opened. I graduated high school that year. Nice. Yeah. He wasn't alive. Yeah, it must seem weird. No, it's nice. Really? New flavor. I mean, I listened to a lot of rock, but like, it just wasn't. I don't. My dad wasn't into music. My mom like listened to like you know Jesus music, mm. and I you know. We gotta do a my three songs Jesus music. Oh God. <laughs> I got some very good Catholic rock bands I could. That's actually not a thing. Christian. No. Good. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is? Do you know do you know how hard it is to be discovering new music? Do you know how easy and most people are like they just take what they're given. Yeah. Take what they're given. It's crazy. But the people that actually are seek the music, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, you work for it. Every band that you know and love, you worked to love them. Absolutely. You don't listen to anything once you're like, ah, they're my jam. You're committed to them. Not the kids these days. No. It's just like, oh, I'll just put on this YouTube shuffle, and that's fine. <laughs> the lo-fi YouTube channel? Yeah. It's getting blown up right now. Or, you know, <laughs> Spotify. Music. Spotify, you know. just put on a fucking playlist or something? I mean, I blame iTunes for inventing the shuffle anyway. Or no, can't, no, the, it was the disc, the, the, the uh, compact disc invented the shuffle, that's and right. thus that was it. destroying albums forever. Because nobody listens to albums anymore. Unless you're committed. Yeah. Unless you're committed. You work for that flip. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely not like that. 
All right, so I'm going to give you the, so the third band on this bill who opened the show, who no one had ever heard of. They're the ones that are just trying to paper the streets with tickets, getting anyone in there to see them, because they're the smallest band that no one knew at the time. So they used to be a backup band. Now, my timing could be off because it's a little while ago, but essentially they were, the, they were a backing band for Paul Weller of The Jam. Very important band. They were his backing band, and they at one point they basically said we are going to go out on our own and be be the the front and be a be an awesome band. Yeah, we're going to be our own band. be our own thing. Yeah, uh, and this band became so big in the UK that at some point Paul Weller would go on and just play with them all the time because they were they became this staple band, still playing shows today like stadiums, um, and they are called Ocean Color Scene. Never heard of them. Of Never heard of them. There you go. Uh, if you live in the UK or you grew up in the UK, there's a good chance that you know one of their songs. Huh. So I'm going to play this one song. I think this is this is after this date, but it gives you a good idea of some of that sort of Paul Weller jam influence on them and what they had created as well. Still playing today. (laughs) What is that? Almost 20 years. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, almost. (laughs) How old are you? 24, 25. Uh, yeah. Just turned 25. <laughs> so. But yeah, I am just starting to discover new music. I've, I've been buying a shit ton of vinyl. Just trying to buy up whatever. Never going to find it again. Just old stuff I've never heard before in my life. How do you, how do you choose? I'll go up to the vinyl, Google it, <laughs> and listen to some of the tracks on it. Oh, wow. And then be like, yeah, I'll Oh, this. my God. I feel like there's a more efficient way to find things you like, no? Oh, Yeah, boy. I'm just trying to get vinyl. You know, I, I, you know, you get to a certain age, and you're like, I can't believe I'm the guy who's saying, in my day, like... <laughs> We just went out, like, to ha- like, oh, let me Google it and listen to some, and then, oh, yeah, I guess I'll buy this. No, it was like, well, there it is. I'm either going to buy it or I'm not, and I'm either going to like it or I'm not. You couldn't even listen to it. Yeah. You had no idea listening what stations like. weren't around. There was no listening stations. Oh, those are weird. <laughs> listening those stations. Weird. <laughs> but, like, yeah. What if it's all you had? They're phenomenal. You yeah. had, didn't have a phone or, or ever heard that was the only way you could hear it. Your favorite band put out a record. They're not on radio. There's no way to hear it. But yeah. if you go to a store and it's on a listening station, 
and you can hear it before you buy it, it's unbelievable. I seriously used to go into Tower Records, God rest their soul, and uh, go just go to the listening stations and just listen to everything that was on there and be like, no, no. <laughs> No. Usually it was a lot of shit. <laughs> a lot no. of shit. Well, no. that's the good side of the record business is those were all pay to play. So it wasn't going to be their choice. Yeah. It was going to be whatever they were getting paid to put in the listening station. Yeah. <sighs> the old listening station. <laughs> and now it's just like a fight to get on Spotify and, you know, release your music there and hope to get enough streams to make some steady income. You're never going to make income off of Spotify spins. You're not. Mm-mm. Got to go on tour. Got to go build it's, a fan base. It's the same, same, same. thing. You got you got to go on tour. That's where the money is. It's No one ever made money on album sales. Mm-mm. Yeah, touring is definitely a big part of it's today's culture. I mean, yeah. that's... What these artists who still do it, yeah, they do it because they can. That's how they know they can bring some money. Mm. You, you know, got to pay for all the cocaine somehow. It's not going to be record sales. <laughs> got a tour. Got to make a sweet shirt. Got yeah. a tour. Sell some merch. Merch is definitely still merch. big. Yeah. So I think I, I, I'm very disappointed in merch. I I really feel that merch should be much better. And we should have much more evolved merch items than we do. Honestly, having like privatized like little packages for each individual person that has like a signatures and stuff now, that was definitely a really big thing. For what? Well, Where? Now. well that's like what you sell as your like merch option on your online website. Is like I do? This... No, not you, but oh. a lot of the industry. They, that's oh. what you, you make this whole little package for people. It's just like signed stuff and like little items that are made. Yeah, it's electronic music nowadays. That's how you like gain attention. Oh, because nobody really wants to listen to the music. (laughs) (laughs) What a great business. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do people listen to that music at home? I mean, is yeah. Oh yeah. A big part of oh, really? This age, definitely. <laughs> like, <laughs> at home, like in the like you're taking a shower and you're you're listening to EDM. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, I'm nodding so hard right now. Yeah, is, you like, is there a yeah. favorite? A is there a favorite EDM guy that you have? Um, I have a lot of like, I, like, I am deep in the EDM. A no. favorite EDM person that favorite. there's a chance that we could have heard of. Uh, Mad Zach. <gasps> no. I love Mad Zach. I don't know who Mad Zach is. Yeah, Mad Zach is really dope. Uh, What's dope about him? His versatility. He uses like a lot of analog uh-huh. synths and like it's super dope just to listen to how he's like changing the whole sound throughout a track of his and has really cool drums and. I don't know, I'm really into analog, like, stuff. Like, I've been buying a lot of, like, analog gear, trying to stock up on that, because it's just, like, pure electricity making sounds, and I don't know. You're pure electricity making sounds. Truth. Mad Zach. Mad Zach. How do you feel about the song Noth? Oh, yeah, he makes, like, lo-fi stuff, too. That's a really cool song. Can we, can we play it? 
uh, we, 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 uh, Nico's going to play a song at the end. We can make it I, Nico's I, song. I, I really want to hear if the, I want to hear how he takes a song and makes an analog. <laughs> oh, well, the whole, like, every sound is analog. He just records the analog synthesizer into different tracks and stuff. Don't look at me. I'm not. <laughs> but, yeah, that's... We'll listen to Mad Sack later then. We, sorry. we can make it your song. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Exactly. Um, all right. My last song is from Unwound, who uh, at the time was probably my favorite band. And this was their last tour, I believe. Yeah. No, they might have toured again. I don't know. Anyway, 98. And uh, this was off of the album Leaves Turn Inside You. I hope you like feedback. Dope. This is what I expect Mad Zach to sound like. Yeah? I think Mad Zach's going to be a little more dancey than this. I don't see from, from I don't see intro? the kids bopping their heads no? to this. Yeah. Well, in the future, <laughs> yes. <laughs> this, they'll all just be staring at screens. This will be playing and they'll be bopping their heads. I don't know how you'd bop your head to this. Just find a beat. Yeah. It will matter. Was this like their single? This is the first track on their on the on the album. This is how they started the album. This is the intro. How many records do they have? Um, seven. Seven. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Are they all pretty long? No, no. I mean, they started out as kind of uh, uh, like. Punkish indie rock. Uh, they're from um, uh, was uh, Washington. What's the town up there uh, with the college in it? The green, green. Bellingham. Man. No. Anyway, they're from Washington. Spokane. Uh. Uh-uh. Um. <laughs> smaller, smaller town. But. Let's not just sit here and guess. <laughs> Let's have Nico look it up. That's what he does. Let's try. But not, not real uh, accurately. Unwound is the name of the band. Olympia. Olympia. Ah. Yes. This album was actually kind of a surprise because they were more, they were way more rock and like on the on the more punk side. Uh, and then they put this album out and it was very different. And a lot of people poo pooed it. Like, no. Not me. <laughs> you went all in. Oh yeah, I mean I love an album that starts out with two minutes of feedback. Like that's like. Why wouldn't you? That's 
a great way to start a, a song, an album. Like, no, it's dope. I appreciated that. Straight wall of sound. Yeah. This is a nice frequency for you to listen to. I feel like if you had to define the '90s in like, like a really strong genre that hasn't been able to be done before, it's this. It's this kind of experimental. Mm-hmm. All these things coming together for the you know first yeah. time. Actually, that's not true. <laughs> Take it back. I take it back. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. The EDM structure of songs still work exactly like they copied like the rock formula in a lot of ways. How's that funny? <laughs> Everything has a history. Everything has a Why past that, funny? that you I build off it. of. I don't get it. How's it funny? How's it funny? Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's not funny. Guess it's not. <laughs> I guess it's not funny. It's interesting. <laughs> this is completely different than their previous albums. This was the cool thing to do, though. Oh, yeah. This is like Especially, everyone yeah. took the Sonic Youth route and just yeah, started around experimenting. That, and, and this, in the, around the late 90s, yeah. Great. I mean, even, the Deftones put out in, like a, a lo-fi record during that time. Everyone had the opportunity to just go do something the record label hated. Yeah. <laughs> like this. Doesn't well, get played on the radio. These guys were on Kill Rock Stars, so... <laughs> yeah. I do remember being disappointed in this show, though. Like that, I actually liked Ty Bro's performance way more than well, the band. Well, it's I'd awfully hard to follow up after that. <laughs> yeah, that kind of energy. Folks, you're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Shady Pines Radio. You are just listening to an episode of My Three Songs with Alan Miller, myself, and uh, a fellow named Nico. Um, uh, thanks for tuning in today to Good Mid Morning, and we'll be back tomorrow morning on Podland.Productions uh, at 9 a.m. You can check out my three songs and all the podcasts we have at Podland.Productions at the website, Podland.Productions. Tell your friends about Shady Pines and let them know that you, you're listening and let them know that, uh, that Shady Pines is out there. And, uh, and, you know, share with your friends and have a great rest of your morning. I really want you to. And we'll be back next Wednesday right here on Shady Pines Radio. That's next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Shady Pines Radio. It really kicks the llamas. <laughs>